So then he has the cheek to bring it to the desk and say it was a bit damaged. How bad was it? It wasn't a book anymore. Books can be opened. This was a brick, and not in the lame is way. It wasn't... Fortunately, no. I could smell the solvent before he actually stepped into the lobby. Glue, possibly. Or it could have been nail polish. So far, the library gods have been kind, and I haven't encountered any of the really horrific things humanity is capable of doing to a book. Still, if this is a long-winded way of requesting I help you bury a body... What? Oh, no. I told him to put it in a bag in case it was still sticky, and then told him he'd be paying for a replacement. Yeah? So he brings out his wallet and offers a 20. I glare. He brings out another one. I keep glaring. He brings out another. Now I just figure I'm onto a good thing, so I just stare him out. And? He gave me every piece of paper in his wallet, and then he ran away. You're a little too proud of yourself right now. Wouldn't you be? Not the point. You sure you didn't set him on fire? Let me put it this way. If I had, I'd have already fed him to the plants and we wouldn't be having this conversation. That's because you know not to feed anything to my plants without asking first. But sometimes you worry me. That's the shovel queen. And only sometimes. Others, I'm just glad you're on my side. Yeah, fair call. Hello, stranger. Hey, Bob. Greet later. Tea now. Excuse me. Nah, got it. Kettle's still hot. I haven't seen you all week, Bob. Where have you been? Working, mostly. Mostly. One thing at a time. You found a job, then? Yes, at a pharmacy. Oh, which one? Uh, the big one at the retail park. Oh, nice. I'll be abusing your stuff discounting the beauty aisles, then. What do you look like when you're at work? What do you mean? Oh, the library's within walking distance. I might come bother you in my lunch hour. Somehow I think you'll recognise me? Oh, yeah. Well, not many other employees have horns, as far as I'm aware. <coughs> Wait, you... You mean you've been going to work like that? You interviewed for the job like that. Well, suit and tie, obviously. As fetching as these pyjamas are, they are not interview-worthy clothing. Why? You're seven foot. You have four eyes. Cloven hooves. And a weird hairstyle. Oi! As long as I'm wearing a tie, they don't particularly care. God, I wish my place was as open-minded. Every time I dye my hair, the older regulars judge me. No one's passed comment? At all. I assume they're either too polite or too afraid to ask. We had admittedly been operating under the assumption that you'd been using some sort of glamour or something, Bob. Like when you pretended to be Phil. I did consider it, but maintaining any kind of spell so consistently and long-term acts as a drain on my magic. Magic is at its best when it's reactive, as I'm sure you've discovered. And then add that on top of a retail job. Precisely. Alright, aesthetics aside, how are you finding the job? Well, the work's fine. Obviously, it's been something of a learning curve and there's been more paperwork to fill out than the office of a crossroad demon, but it's decent enough. And it more than covers the rent, which was the entire purpose of the exercise in the first place. And the customers? Some of them make me shocked that humanity is still the dominant species upon this planet. You're certainly not the smartest. Amen! I wasn't actually expecting support on that. We also deal with people on a regular basis. Trust me, we get it. When something doesn't scan, I get the classic, Oh, it must be free then! I thought that was only me. Three people. Three people in one day who said the same joke. Well, I'm really pleased for you, Bob. Well done on getting work. Thanks. I'll be paid next week. I can give you this month and the back rent then. Excellent. So, what else was it? Hmm? You said mostly work was keeping you busy. Oh, yeah. It mostly was, but I may have gone and seen Jamie a few times. Jamie? 
That was your hammer day, right? Yes. Didn't try to kill you then? Eh, sadly, no, but Jamie does have some other great qualities. Damn, boy. I didn't mean it like that. She's just messing with you. God knows I get it enough. I know, but I'm just saying this isn't just about the physical. I'm sorry, Bob. It was me being an ass. Honestly, I, I'm glad you seem to be settling down here. Thanks. Whatever happened to your alpha, by the way, Regan? Not much of anything. We were a bit of a failure to launch. His sister is a knockout, though, so I got her number. Ah, uh, yes, because every good relationship starts with causing a pack politics incident. My business, Annabelle. Regan. Pearl. Lola. Ladies. Debatable. Whatever. I'm on a later shift tonight to sort out the new deliveries. I'm going to go do some laundry before I have to go in. Chuck out any dark socks and I might be charitable. Hey, Bob, how's it going? Hmm. That bad, huh? It's my day off, but I don't know what to do. I keep being aware of the time that it's limited and tomorrow I have to go back to the drudgery of work. Yeah, I know the feeling. A weekend always feels too short. I never used to have to worry about time before. <sighs> hey, guys. What's up? Bob's getting annoyed at the concept of linear time. Oh, I know. I have been tinkering with a spell to do with time. I've only gotten minutes down before I get a bit of a nosebleed. No. But... No. You haven't even... No. All the time travel movies, TV shows and books have taught us that messing with time is a bad idea. What about Doctor Who? Doctor Who is the worst offender. Well, thank you for wasting precious minutes of my free time with that thrilling argument. You haven't drank your morning tea yet, have you, Bob? What's that got to do with anything? You get crabby when you haven't had one. Oh, Grey? Can't you go see Jamie? Sadly, they had to work today, even though there are literally five other people who work there. Sadly, they had to work today, even though there are literally five other people who work there. One keeps phoning in sick and hasn't been fired yet. They must know where a body is. Oh, I know that problem well. I'm still trying to decide what to do. I mean, I like video games, although the claws sometimes get in the way. Maybe I should try a hobby like knitting. What are you, a middle-aged woman? Anna, don't judge. What would you normally do on a day off? Hell doesn't really have days off you just tortured souls all the time i'm a little confused as to what to do well i'm going to relive the best episodes of rupaul's drag race before going out this afternoon if you want to join who's a what's drag race a beautiful clusterfuck of competition that's made from glitter comedy and people looking prettier than me sounds interesting do any of the competitors murder each other close but no showgirls moment Oh, and I think one of the ghosts is annoyed at something. I keep seeing things out the corner of my eye and a lot of suspicious shuffling noises. I'm still trying to work out what's considered a weird noise in this house. No. Oh, no. Ugh. I don't want horror. Don't want to read romance. Don't want sci-fi. <sighs> don't want anything. <laughs> The new Wi-Fi password is pinned on the fridge. I am not acting as the Ghost Settlement Committee. Go bother Annabelle and Reagan. I am not a ghost demon. That's terrific for you. Your mother must be very proud. Now, who the hell are you? My name is of little consequence. It is who I represent that matters most. I really desperately hope that you're going to get to the point sometime soon. Haven't you ever heard of building tension? I am plenty tense. I work in retail. You are disturbing my day off. Get to the point, or I will get to your spine. <sighs> Fine. I work in the service of a great being. Uh, let me, let me, let me take a guess. 
the supreme sorcerer. Yes. Oh, terrific. Hmm. Let me see if I can get to the punchline a little faster than you're currently managing. Your boss wants the Book of Lies, which Reagan has a hold of, and he also wants the house, preferably before Reagan learns that it can be used both as a big boost to her own magic and a focal point for any future spells. They tried to kill Annabelle via zombie, hoping that either the house would finish off Reagan or that the distress of losing her friend would weaken the ward she put around the house so that they could get in and get the book. Having failed to take out what was viewed as the weakest physical link, you are now zeroing in on the member of the household most likely to be okay with sending him up a very brown creek without a paddle. Did I hit enough of the right notes? Pretty much. All right, the floor is yours, little minion. Why would I help this supreme sorcerer? They haven't exactly seemed to have my best interests in mind thus far, and if the girls die before the contract expires... I'm stuck here forever. Ah, but there's the catch. You're bound to the house, not the residence. If my master can take control of this dwelling, he will take control of your binding. And then all that is needed is a wave of one hand and you return to your rightful hell dimension. <laughs> if he doesn't decide that he likes the idea of having an attack demon more in the meantime. Your proposal means handing him the leash and hoping... He agrees to let go. He would give his word. Honey, I am a demon. I could fill a telephone book with oathbreakers I've met and then beat you to death with it. Well, I suppose your options are as follows then. Take a chance on my master and possibly return to your realm, or spend the next year and eight months working in the human realm while they all ignore the superior being in their midst to bring money to the very beings that trapped you on this realm. Ever heard of better the devil you know? I think once you've given it some time to consider, you'll see the reason in what's being offered. I'll give you time to think. Wow, what a dramatic little bitch. Hey, Jamie. No, I don't think everything's all right. Someone's made an offer to get me back to hell, but it means hurting two people I like. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's Regan and Annabelle. How did you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, alright. The fact that they're my only two friends might help. I'm not used to people. Hell wasn't exactly a place where you made friends. You just tortured damn souls. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I miss hell. I mean, it's the only place I've known and I was used to it, but since being here, I kind of like it. Yes, it's because you're here. And you taught me knitting to get cosies for my horns in winter. I'll try to do what's best. I'd hate to disappoint you. I'll phone you when I decide definitely on an answer. Are you really in a relationship with the mortal? You, a demon of hell? Well, this is pathetic. Uh, says the man following someone calling themselves the Supreme Sorcerer. I know what I'm in for. My loyalty will be rewarded. Yeah, all right, Renfield. Pipe down. And what will you have? A redhead obsessed with shovels, a two-bit mage, and a partner who enjoys knitting? Wait, have you been following Jamie? Only uh, a little. You know what? I don't think I'll be going back to hell. You want to know why? Um, not really, but I'm too terrified to say no. When I first came here, I was annoyed at the need to get a job. By the fact that I had to live with two people I tried to kill 
and one I ate. But then they started making tea for me without asking for once. I once ate some of Anna's bread and I thought she was going to rain fiery wrath upon me. She shrugged and said to ask next time. In hell, I had to make deals for things all the time. No one would ever give something without getting something in return. But not Regan and Annabelle. They just give me things and don't expect anything back. They even seem to like me. Why would I give that up? Wait, 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 wait. Did they win you over with the power of friendship? It feels nice, damn it. This is possibly the saddest thing I've come across. Again, you follow a dude around in the hopes that they will throw you a bone. I don't want to go back. It would mean being surrounded by tortured damned souls and that's no fun. I have a partner who listens to me and I have two friends that actually want to spend time with me. Oh, I thought I'd never see this. You come near either Annabelle or Regan and I will personally escort you down to hell and make sure you are given the roughest treatment possible. Now get out. I'm not going to lie. I totally thought you were going to take the offer. Have you been here the entire time? Yep. Heard every word. All of it. I'm surprised this is the first comment I'm hearing from the peanut gallery then. I needed to know you in a real answer. Not the one you might have given because you knew you were being watched. I needed to know if you were a threat. You already think I'm a threat. For understandable reasons. Regan is my best chance of getting released from the house once the contract ends. She can't do that if she's as dead as I am. True enough. I'd also like to avoid having to watch the two of them get horribly murdered if I can avoid it. You know, it might be somewhat distressing. You'd have done something if I'd accepted the offer. I mean... I'd have warned the two of them. I'm not entirely sure how much I can personally do about it. My attempts to exact revenge on you when I first came to the house weren't exactly successful, were they? This Supreme Sorcerer is definitely stepping up his campaign to get into the house. I'm worried that he got a minion in at all. We need to talk to Annabelle and Regan about what we can do. We? I just very loudly and clearly declared what side I'm on. That means he will be gunning for me as much as the others. Fine. Let's find the girls. Wait. I'm guessing by the awkward shuffle you just did that you forgot the situation for a moment and tried to grab my arm. It's possible. Hmm. As you just had a moment of personal growth, I'm willing to overlook it. If you can quickly get to the point. Much obliged. Look, what I did to you was awful. It's not something I can just apologise for. I honestly wish there was a way I could undo what I did. I mean, thanks for the sentiment, Bob. I'm not asking forgiveness, but I am asking to give you something to undo at least a little of the harm that I've done to you. Okay, I'm listening. My offer is to give you some of my energy as a transference from my vessel to yours. It can't bring you back, but it'll speed up your ability to leave the house and to be solid and visible to humans. Won't that weaken you? Yeah, a little. Not substantially but it would mean you wouldn't be as trapped in the house where you died. Hmm, yeah. All right. Yeah? I mean, I don't know if I'm ever going to be completely okay with you. Somewhat understandable in the circumstances. But I can accept your offer, and I appreciate you doing it. Okay, you should feel the effects in a moment. Hmm, great. Let's go find the others.
Hey guys, Bob almost sold you out for a ticket back to hell. Wait, what? what? Thanks, Phil. Eh, I need to get my kicks somewhere. It, that was literally the opposite of what actually happened. Okay, okay, boys. What did happen? A minion of the Supreme Sorcerer found a way into the flat. He offered to break the binding if I sold you out. Instead, I banished him. That's a dick who's been eating my cereal. Anna! Priorities. I like that cereal. The minion is gone now. He will not be coming back. You mean you gave up going back to hell for us? And Jamie. And I want to find out who wins on RuPaul's Drag Race. He did a very impressive speech on how much he valued your friendship. And then he said sorry about eating me. Look! Did Phil just leave? Yep. Gave him some of my energy. Doesn't make up for what I did, but he can be seen by others now. What about the minion? Gone. He will not be coming back. Oh, thanks, Bob. I know we weren't exactly friendly to begin with. I was bitter about the whole trying to eat me thing. Yes, but we worked past that once we realised hell was all you knew. We gave you a second chance, and I'm happy we did. Seriously, thanks, dude. You're welcome. It was really fun. I worry about Mrs. Starr in this. The Supreme Sorcerer tried to get rid of us and tried to use you. He might try and find a way through her. Ho, 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 ho. He knows not to make a mistake like taking on Satan herself. Ha, ha, Bob. Not all landlords are evil. No, I mean, Mrs. Starr is Lucifer Morningstar, the devil. How have you not worked this out? Oh, God, what do you mean? I think it's because her name is Lucy Maureen Starr. It's so much on the nose, the nose got punched a couple of times. Wow, how did we not see this? Because we were too concerned by not dying in the flat. At least I can say the landlady is literally Satan. Why a little old lady, though? The boss goes through phases. One time, he became a weird octopus creature and haunted the dreams of a writer. Hang on, I'll get it. Oh, hello, Mrs. Starr. Rule 22 of surviving a horror film. If you think you've killed the monster, cut off the head. Come back from that, asshole. 66B is written, produced and recorded by Amy Knight and Rachel Reynolds. With thanks to James Powell as the Minion and Phil Baxter as Phil the Housemate. If you like what we do and what we make, please consider going on to iTunes and leaving a review. It may help us be found by other people in the future. You can also find us at, at Digital Cauldron, at 66B Podcast, and you can also find us at, at Gingerbolt and at RL underscore Reynolds. Thanks for listening.